You know, our teens face so many issues. And I think really throughout the the generations, we've all faced our own things, but it just feels like now with the, you know, advancement of technology and everything, that just we seem to be in a in a situation now that we can hardly keep up. It can feel like treading water sometimes, like there's just so much happening. But again, we can't get caught up in all that negativity and things because at the same time, we have teens that are absolutely flourishing and amazing and have, a, you know, an instinct for service and leadership opportunities. So we never lose hope and we never get defeated. When was the last time you walked into a room of your peers wearing the perfect pair of shoes for you? Just the right clothes to make you feel comfortable in your own skin and confident in the world. For many local teens living in low-income households or in families affected by addiction or homelessness, this feeling was a distant dream until they met the team at Teen Closet. Staff and volunteers work with teens not only to find the perfect look and fit, but to build relationships to let young people who are living with big challenges know that they are not alone and not forgotten. Welcome to the Prescott Woman Podcast. In this episode, we get to talk with Crystal Coons and Diane DeLong about the magic of the right pair of shoes in a teen's life and the opportunity that their personal shopping service gives them to get to know some extraordinary teens, help them find their gifts, and make our community brighter. You'll hear these two passionate, intelligent women explain the difference between charity and empowerment, and you'll hear inspiring stories about the young people they serve. You'll also hear their concerns about the new challenges facing teens and the one thing parents should not do in response. Crystal Coons is the founder of Teens Closet, a nonprofit where teens in need can shop for free every other month. Her work as a health education supervisor for North Star Youth Partnership in Prescott allows her to help youth choose healthy lifestyle behaviors that prevent violence, gang activity, substance abuse, and teen pregnancy. Crystal enjoys helping families in other ways as well. She is the founder of Mom's Closet, a nonprofit that sets moms up with free clothing for interviews, work, and even just daily wear. Through North Star, she holds parenting workshops that provide tips to communicate with teens about important and difficult issues. As if she didn't have enough to do, Crystal is also the volunteer project manager of the Willow Creek Home for Veterans. After moving to Prescott in 1987, Diane DeLong quickly became involved in a number of organizations, including Yavapai Big Brothers Big Sisters, Prescott Chamber of Commerce, and various committees and leadership positions at the Prescott United Methodist Church. And she was a founding member of Prescott Area Leadership in 1990. Since 1997, Diane has worked for Catholic Charities as the Senior Program Manager for North Star Youth Partnership. North Star values all youth and empowers them to be healthy, self-assured, and involved in their communities. Diane co-founded Prescott's Teen Maze, now in its 21st year, and Girls and Sports Day, which is celebrating 19 years this September. Over 300,000 Yavapai and Maricopa County youth have participated in North Star programming. 
In September, Diane became the first recipient of the Prescott Athena Award. The Athena Award honors individuals who strive toward the highest levels of personal and professional development, who excel in their chosen field and devote time and energy to their community in a meaningful way and forge paths of leadership for other women to follow. All right, let's let's get get local. Hello and welcome to the Prescott Woman Podcast. I'm Charles Matthews and I'm Kelly Robert. And we're here with Crystal Coons and Diane DeLong, two hardworking women who've been really active in creating more opportunities, leadership and and growth for teens in the community. And we're really looking forward to talking to you more about that. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having us. Uh, thank you. And first we gotta congratulate Diane. For? For winning the Athena Award this year. Yay. That was so exciting. We got to watch you win. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I was um, I was very um, honored to, to even be nominated. And the more I think I've learned about the, the meaning of the award, I, it just really means a lot to me. And um, I have just been so fortunate in my years in Prescott to be mentored by some of the most amazing people. And it, it was just, it was just an honor that I did not expect. Yeah. They don't give those things out to just anybody. <laughs> what was it? What was it like? Be, yeah. What was it like being up on the roof of the, the Haciampa there? Uh, you know, we watched it live streaming, but you were, you were there live. Oh, that was nice. Crystal and I kept going, we didn't know this was up here. <laughs> we were like looking out and it was it was so much fun. It's a beautiful setting and just to be surrounded by so many amazing women and um just I don't know the connection that I think we have in our community. I am always in awe about how closely we work together with our programs, uh, sharing resources and services. And that was really reinforced to me that day that, wow, we are really blessed to live here and to be among so many incredible women. Agreed. Agreed. And I, I think I met Crystal. I remember handing you my business card when I was executive director of Boys to Men. I remember handing you my business card. I think you were trying to get in your car. That's right. Yeah, that's, a, that's another great uh, program, Boys to Men. Yeah, I was very, very happy to be a part of it. Yeah, that's a great group. Yeah. So we're going to talk mostly about the teen closet, but we're also going to talk about uh, the North Star program. And Crystal, what made you start the the teen closet? Well, my daughter and I loved clothes and we were cleaning out our closets like we did every summer. And we would always give the clothes to other people. But this one summer, for some reason, it stuck in my head. I want to get these clothes into the hands of kiddos who really, really need them. I was helping, my husband and I were were at The Rock, American Lutheran owns a building across from Prescott High School, and we were helping them get it ready to open up in the fall, cleaning and doing landscaping. And I found this huge closet and I got the idea, maybe we could make this a teen's closet and put the clothing in there. And so I spoke with, with them at American Lutheran and they said, absolutely, you can use that. So we cleaned it out, painted it. My husband built shelves. My daughter put out a plea to the community. And of course, as Diane said, this community is incredible. They're so generous. And within two weeks, we had enough to to fill up that closet. And so that was in July of 2011. 
And then we outgrew that and we moved upstairs at the rock and took over another building. And they, they were afraid we were going to take over the whole place, I think. And uh, then this one uh, couple at church said, we have a house that nobody's using. Would you like that? And of course we said, yes. So we moved in there and that became teen's closet. And, um, you know, as far as the catalyst, a lot of us have this experience where we grow up with not having enough. We had six kids in my family and my father died when I was quite young. And so my mom always struggled and I never had clothes. And I remember vividly what it was like in middle school being judged. You know, you just kind of want to fit in and, and have normal clothes and um, not necessarily anything fancy, just some decent shoes and jeans and, you know, a nice jacket. And I remember that and being teased about, you know, uh, not looking, looking right and, and stuff like that, that really hurt me. I just never wanted anyone else to feel that way. What a simple thing, clothing, you know, to uh, help someone fit in, um, help somebody feel more confident, feel like if they want to try out for that sports team, they can, we'll help them get shoes if they need sports shoes. If they need to maybe change their group of friends, they can feel more confident that, hey, you know, I can, I can try and fit in with this group. They're making better decisions. So anyway, that was that was a catalyst. And boy, I had no idea. There's nothing like that in, in the Quad City area. I had no idea just what a need there is in this county. And, uh, you know, we have a, a 28 to 31 percent poverty rate in Yavapai County alone. A lot of the teens are homeless. They're all, you know, low income, struggling financially on, on free or reduced meals. So this just fit in perfectly. You know, they get, the, get their, their food, um, they get their clothing. Um, we have lots of other things we help them with at Teens Closet as well. So how does the Teens Closet work? Well, we get referrals from school administrators. Uh, we have a, a lot of groups like we work with West Yavapai Guidance Clinic. The caseworkers will come and bring their teens, uh, CFSS, that's Child and Family Services, those, those people uh, who, who know others that are in financial need. So they call. We have a phone number, 928-379-1667. So they call me. I make an appointment, and they can come, and they have their own private appointment with their, their parent or guardian, and they can come, and they can shop for free. Wow, that's the, fantastic. Every other, yes, every other month they can get come in and shop for free. So it sounds like it's part of a whole package of services. Yes. Because, you know, I'm, I'm a big thrift shopper and we've got a lot of great thrift shops in this town. You know, maybe other listeners are thinking, well, why can't people just go buy stuff at thrift stores? That's I'm glad you brought that up because that's how we started. Uh, thrift stores use clothing. And the beautiful thing is the majority of the things that are in teens closet now are new. Mm. And I love that because when when they walk in, you know, it's not their fault, obviously, that, that they're living in financial distress. It's not their fault. And their lives have their lives are used. Their lives have holes in them. This is one place where they can go. They walk in. It smells clean. It is clean. It's beautiful. It's it's decorated like a boutique setting for teens and they can get new stuff. And their face literally lights up. A lot of them for the first time, they're expecting a used thrift store right. that smells funny. They're going to see things that are worn, that are discolored, that have holes in them here and there. They will not see that at Teen's Closet. And I like that because that makes them feel um, special and they are special. It bolsters their self-esteem and it's it's just a great thing. So I really like that. And we also offer, we, we have tons of resources. We have them set goals. Do you, do you need to find a job? How can we help you? How can we help you with the resume, with job skills? Uh, we want them, we want to help them shape a bright future. 
And um, I mean, I, I came from a family where we were very poor, but I was able to break that cycle of poverty. And that's my dream for these teens when they come through. How can you break that cycle of poverty, if you so choose, so you don't have to live like this when you get older? And we help them with scholarships. Uh, if they want to go on to college, we help them with that. If they just need to get their GED, whatever it is, to help them to break that cycle of poverty and to have a bright future, we will do. We have this one young man who has a car, but something's wrong with it. He doesn't know how to fix it. There's a mechanic listening. Mm-hmm. What's that? What's that phone number again? 928-379-1667. Fantastic. So Diane, I'm, you know, I, I saw you smiling and nodding as Crystal spoke so passionately about what, what this experience is like and, and what her hopes are for the kids. Diane, does, does Crystal come in your office with crazy big ideas that, that inspire you or, or uh, frighten you a little bit? <laughs> Crystal never frightens me. Uh, we are always very in sync, but what I want to say about Crystal and Teen's Closet is she's describing that day that, you know, she and her daughter, you know, were cleaning out their closet and then they, they have enough with some other people to fill that closet at the rock. And I was so proud of her and, and her daughter Kaylee for starting this. So since 2011, I have seen it grow. I have seen it, you know, go from this little tiny place to filling that little house on White Spar. And when Teen's Closet kind of came to a crossroads last fall, it, it became obvious that Teen's Closet needed to come under North Star. You know, we're a program of Catholic Charities. She was already serving so many of our foster care kids and families. And Crystal would always joke, a lot of times people would be like, oh, we already thought you were a North Star Catholic Charity Program. So for me to watch what she has done, and she is very humble, and and to just see what she has done and the number of families she's served. And I have learned so much from her there was one day some donations came in and we were all looking at this really pretty, bright colored sweater. And it was just gorgeous. And we were like, oh my gosh, you know, they'll love that. And Crystal kind of shook her head and I go, what? And she goes, Diane, they want to blend in. They don't want to stick out. They want to blend in. They like very simple things. So I keep learning from Crystal what the best ways are to serve these kids. And Crystal has her, you know, pulse on that. And she knows how to serve these kids. Her caring heart has, oh my gosh, helped thousands of kids throughout the years. And I could be not be more proud to, to have some small role now with North Star, I don't know, holding the umbrella for Teen's Closet, but she is the heart and soul of Teen's Closet. Thank you, Diane. Yeah. And and when we moved from our house in, in, on White Spar, um, the, the woman who was letting us use it, her husband passed away and she had to sell it. So we thought that Teen's Closet was going to be folding. And Joe Howard, the superintendent of Presque Unified School District, said, I have three spaces that I'd like to show you. He said, I've always loved Teen's Closet. I want to see if any of these spaces will work. And I'm thinking, will work. I'll, you know, I'll take anything at this point. And he showed me the third space. And I just knew in my heart, this is perfect. It's over at Taylor Hicks. 
It's one of their portables. Um, it was full of, he says junk, but I, you know, it's full of stuff. They, they got it all out of there for me. The Heights Church gave me money for new carpet and paint. I had volunteers volunteered their time. The mayor and his wife uh, gave money for jeans racks. I mean, it was incredible how this came together. I mean, this place, I hope you guys can come by, see it sometime. It's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. That was a really big piece that we needed. Once we got that, then Diane said, you know what? Let's take this on as part of North Star. And that's that's the beauty again of this community because Crystal is already on our staff. Catholic Charities has a wealth of support programming from accounting and development and donor services and philanthropy. And and I do a lot of grant writing and we also have a grants department. So we had all of this, but it's like, oh, we don't have space for it. And again, here comes kind of our knight in shining armor, Joe Howard. Exactly. And, And that's what happens when you see a need in this community and you come together, it isn't like, oh, well, that's our project. So, you know, we're gonna be standoffish and we're the only ones that can have it. It's like, no, when you work for the benefit of the kids in our community, the number one thing you wanna do is reach out to other people who do similar work or can offer things that you can't. And that is the beauty of our community. And we see it all the time with our programs and our events. I also want to give a shout out to Prescott Area Women Who Care, who selected Teens Clause as their quarterly recipient. That was incredible. We have almost 120 women there. So that's a hundred bucks a piece. We all, I'm a member also. What that has done to help Teens Closet and other nonprofits is incredible. Fantastic. One of the things that I wanted to point out that that I, that I really like about the Teen Closet is that so much charity uh, directed at kids and and families uh, can be sort of cookie cutter and it can be here's a basket of groceries or here's the Thanksgiving meal and and all that's really needed and important. But the model that you've created, rather than handing a kid a bag of clothes that you've pre-selected, you've created an experience where they get to choose and I imagine that that creates a feeling of empowerment rather than dependency. Does that make does that make sense? Absolutely, you are correct. Yes, yes, it does, and it and it fosters creativity in them. Uh, most of these kids, if not all of them, they've never been shopping. They don't know how to shop. So some of them, at first, I might give them little tips, and then we'll remember. And I write down what they took. Remember last time you got this? How about this scarf to go with that? So it's fun for me because I remember I was the same way. I didn't know how to shop. I was overwhelmed the first time I got to go to a store when I had money. I need that service now. (laughs) I know, exactly. So it's great because then they're learning and then it's fun because I can see that, you know, I just back off and and let them go and they love it. It it makes them feel more self-confident and also in a way trusting their decisions and their choices. Wow, that's an important mm. that's an important step for for teen growth and individuation. Absolutely, being able to trust their choices and trust their decisions, and to yes. and to do a little bit of uh, individualization and creativity. That's fantastic, yeah. and to have a little bit of control over their lives too. Because when you live in poverty, uh, a huge part of that is just having very little control over your life. Right. So, yeah, these kids, I would say, almost every single one of them, this is their highlight of their life right now is to come to teens closet and go shopping. It's really exciting that you guys are moving closer to where the kids are 
Yes, it's very exciting. Although we have kids coming from from you know Mayer as well, but oh wow! But that's what's great about uh, partnering with West Yavapai Guidance Clinic and CFSS. They have caseworkers. This is what they do on their visit. Big brother, big sister. They bring their little brother, little sister, and then they'll go have lunch. I mean, this is a very special thing, and I'm excited because so many different organizations are starting to see this isn't just about clothes. Uh, clothes is a very small part of it. It really isn't about the clothes. But it's that self-esteem and the way that they light up after getting these things. So it's really about, you know, bolstering their self-worth. And um, there's nothing more important than that. There isn't. I need to give one more shout out to the Prescott Frontier Rotary Club. They did a huge toiletry drive and they made all of these toiletry bags. So we have, this is important to the kids. Shampoo, conditioner, toothpaste, deodorant. Face, I mean, these kids have never had acne cream. Right. And when you're a teenager, you need acne cream. You should see their face light up when they. I ask them, do you need acne cream? And oh, yes. And face wash. And these are huge things. And when we're out of toiletry bags, they're sad. They're really sad. Um, and those are things that um, these groups do. The Girl Talk group from North Star, they are assembling toiletry bags. We have another group, um, special needs group uh, at a church. They, they do this. It was their idea, birthday bags. And there's a birthday cake in there, a, a mix, frosting, candles, a Starbucks gift card, a card that they all signed. I mean, this is incredible what this community has done for these kids. Well, and outside of the community, Gap Inc. in New York City is associated with an organization and they give a lot of their sample clothes. I mean, they're all brand new. So we have gotten in kind, we have gotten about $25,000 worth of clothing just since March. That's been able to kind of help, you know, fill a, a need. It doesn't solve everything, but it's been a big boost. So um, Teens Closet may have started in 2011, but it is just bursting right now in the new location and the exposure. Many, many good things are to come. And I just want to say these kids are so grateful. I mean, they say thank you uh, several times. Um, They're not, you know, uh, what some people would think, you know, that they're ungrateful, just come and and take, take, take. They're not like that. Mm -hmm. And we don't, we don't want this to be just a handout. We, We want it to be hand up. How can we help you, you know, um, because you're going to be an adult and you're not going to have somebody helping you with clothes all the time. And how can we help you to go to school or get a job, get an education? But these kids are very grateful. They're good kids. Yeah. Crystal, you said before we hit record that you had some you had some stories. Do you have a story in particular about a kid who's a who's a repeat customer or yes. somebody that you've got to see grow? Yes, I have lots of stories, but I'm going to tell this one. Um, So this young lady, she's incredible. She's 18. So they can come from 13 through 19. And she's she loves fashion. Father passed away. She's got two sisters, just real kind of quiet, but still assertive in her own way. Um, Going to school, going to college. We a couple of years ago had enough money where we could give out a, a scholarship at Teens Closet, which I was very excited. That's always been one of my dreams was a $500 scholarship. That's not a lot, but that is a lot to some people. So she wrote, didn't have a computer, but she wrote this beautiful application saying she wanted to go to cosmetology school. So that was a couple of years ago. And she, she finished 
and she got a job just uh, last month. So she came a couple weeks ago and she said, I want to come and I want to help you clean. So she came and she cleaned. She cleaned the bathroom. She helped me vacuum and dust. And then she gave me 20 free haircut coupons. So I can give haircut coupons to these kids. They can't afford to get their haircut, but now they can go and they can see this young lady who I've been seeing since she was 13 and they can go get the haircut for free. So that's exciting. So you and were there for her, you and Teen Closet were there for her, and now she is finding ways to give back. And that was her idea, mm. to come and clean. Yeah, and that me. was incredible. And then I have another funny story I'll tell them. But I was at Walmart, and I, we had done a fundraiser, and I had some money to get some shoes. That's Our jeans and shoes are the most expensive items and coats. So I had all of these shoes on the, the conveyor belt. And this man was sitting, standing behind me. He goes, what do you have a basketball team you're buying shoes for? And I said, no, actually it's teen's closet. And I told him a little bit about it. And he went, oh brother. And he pulled out his wallet and he pulled out a hundred dollar bill. He said, I won this in a poker game last night and I'm supposed to give it to you. And I said, that's great. And I headed to the cashier and I said, take it off. And so, so that was great that, uh, you know, that happened, but Diane, would you like to share that one, the one story of the young lady who went on to college and seen her since she was 13? Well, this young woman um, had had a, a home life that had, you know, had some some issues and she would come to teens closet. And again, like Crystal said, they're always so grateful for everything they got. And this young woman worked really hard in high school. She um, she has a beautiful singing voice and is now in college. But what I like um, to just kind of share, Crystal obviously knew her, you know, more than I did. But she started doing some public speaking um, about Teens Closet and was actually um, uh one of the reasons I think we we got some of those recent donations was because she kind of told her story and what it meant to her to get uh, the items from Teens Closet and the support and encouragement. And uh, again, you know, to be able to see her grow up, you know, through those challenging teen years and now um, a college student. Again, it's just one of thousands of success stories that um, can be attributed back to the support from Teens Closet. And that's really what we want as a community for our kids, right? To, to be able to, you know, do better than we did, do better than their parents did and uh, make us proud. Well, and kids need things in different ways, you know, some, it, it may be, they need the extra encouragement. They may need material things like clothes, but you know, it, I don't know, it really does take a village. And, and um, there are so many things that I think kids are facing today that, Oh, maybe even five, 10 years ago, wasn't on the forefront. So anything we can do to support our youth encourage them and help them believe in themselves that's that's our mission and that's what we have to do and that's what we're called to do one thing i'm noticing that you guys are doing for kids is that you are seeing them and i suspect a lot of the kids that you work with are not used to being seen 
I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And we're, we're, we're lucky that we're able to literally see them um, during COVID um, because, you know, we just have the teen and their parent or guardian. We wear a mask, we're social distancing. So literally we get to see them, but I know what you mean. We get to see them and I get to learn who they are on the inside. It may take, may take some time, but it's, it's very exciting. And um, we try and validate them and grow them in, in ways that they want to grow, help them. And uh, yeah, it's very rewarding. I mean, I feel like I have the greatest job in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, and through all of our North Star programs, I think it's really about giving teens an opportunity to shine. And I remember one of our leadership programs uh, several years ago, the kids filled out an application. They had to give references. And uh, the one girl was like a straight A student, um, just absolutely brilliant. And uh, when I called one of her references, who happened to be her principal, he was like, Diane, you know, I'm just not sure. I, I, she's really shy and I'm not really sure she's leadership material. And there was just something in my gut that I was like, he might know her better than I do, but I think he's wrong. And she went on to do amazing things in our leadership program. And it occurred to me, she had never had the opportunity to step forward. She, because she was shy, she was kind of always in the shadows. All she needed was that encouragement. And she went, like I said, she went on to do some incredible things. And I think so many of our teens today, they may not be as confident as other kids, they may just never have had an opportunity. And that's, I think, one of the greatest things we can give our teens too is an opportunity to learn, to um, explore more about themselves, to serve, to um, be in, you know, have the opportunity to volunteer and be in leadership positions. Um, it doesn't matter where you've come from. If you have that guidance and support and someone that believes in you, I, I really believe that the sky's the limit. And I think sometimes we put kids in categories of, oh, well, they're maybe they don't have the best grades or they don't have the best you know, home life, or they're shy, or this, and it's like, we got to stop doing that. Because these kids all can can thrive, given, you know, the right encouragement and circumstances, and we can help them. And we do. We do. (laughs) That's wonderful. Let's just take a little break and let our listeners kind of absorb that a little bit. And yeah, the understanding that the teens in particular are incredibly that all they are is potential. Exactly. We'll be right back with more from the Prescott Woman podcast. The team at Prescott Woman magazine shows its dedication to this community in all the ways. They cover local stories, feature local businesses, trumpet local leadership, champion local causes, and raise money for local nonprofits. They also have gorgeous photography and provide pages and pages of value for free. 
This podcast episode is the companion piece to the story A Game Changer in the October-November issue of Prescott Woman magazine. For more on the teen closet and some beautiful pictures of the clothes and shoes that they offer, pick up the issue available now. This lifestyle and business magazine is free at locations all over town. Check the show notes for this episode to find the location nearest you or subscribe at prescottwomanmagazine.com to make sure you get your issue as soon as it comes out. Also in the show notes for this episode, you'll find links to North Star programs, the teen closet, and most important, their Amazon wish list. So you can help out if you want. Now, back to our talk with Crystal Coons and Diane DeLong. Right, Dan, so you've been the director of the North Star program for teens for 14 years. Did I get that right? Uh, it'll be 24 years. Oh, um, wow. My math is off. Yeah, okay. I'm, I can hardly believe it because the program really started out in late 1996 when a group of community representatives, I guess, for, for lack of a better word, from different businesses and schools and nonprofits were really, you know, kind of examining what youth needed. And at the time, um, the teen pregnancy rate was so high. And so they all formulated this plan and they got initial funding from the Flynn Foundation in Phoenix. And then they hired a uh, program director and that was me. And so I was very honored to be able to come in, but I was also scared to death because I was like, I had this massive, you know, 100 page booklet and plan and they're like um and I at one point I said you know I'm not a social worker I'm my degrees in journalism and they're like oh we have plenty of social workers we know we need to have someone who can know how to market a program and you know help implement it so it's you, really you'd, you'd already started Prescott area leadership by this time so you sort of had a track record in the in town right yeah Anyway, it was it was just exciting because, you know, flash forward and then we see how many, you know, we're in two counties. We've got six, uh, 15 staff people. You know, we just got this great new grant uh, down in Maricopa. Our programs are growing and flourishing. And and I laugh because it was a three year grant, that original grant. And I worked 12 hours a week. And I thought it was great because my youngest child was in uh, preschool 12 hours a week. And I thought, well, this is the perfect job. And then in three years, I'll have to find another job. And 24 years later, it's <laughs> I still have the same job. That little girl has grown up. But uh, um, it's it's been an honor uh, to, you know, serve in this program, to have staff members like we do and like Crystal. And they are all passionate about youth. And that's been, I think, our success is seeing what our youth need, what programs maybe do we not have, what can we do to fill a niche. And I think that's been our success and our staying power. Wonderful. Wonderful. Can you describe real quick just some of the programs that, that North Star is, is taking on? And I know some of them are on hiatus right now because of, because of COVID, but what are some of the yeah. things you've been doing? 
you know, it, it, although COVID has really taught us to think outside the box and that is not a bad thing sometimes. So, you know, learning new technologies and uh, ways to reach youth, but our programs are really kind of divided into leadership and service, education and development and sports and recreation. So under that uh, leadership and service, you know, we have our peer assistance and leadership program which really trains uh, teens in a peer helping model. And that has been a phenomenal program for us. We have our Girl Talk after school program, and that is now presented virtually until we can get back, you know, in the schools. And that is teaching leadership and service to middle school girls. But the wonderful aspect of that is it's led by high school girls. You know, we do educational and development programs like our Safe Sitter program, and we're starting a new one called Safe at Home uh, for kids who are home. They're maybe also watching siblings. We have large community events like Teen Maze and Girls in Sports Day. You know, we do a priceless prom project in the spring and give out free prom clothes. So Crystal and I get to feel like fairy godmothers in the spring. That's always fun. So we really just have a variety of programs. And and now having Teens Closet under our umbrella is wonderful. And we continue to add and grow programs as we see fit. Just so everybody knows, we'll put links to the North Star programs and all the descriptions okay. and you can go see pictures and read testimonials from the kids and okay. and the parents involved. So um, if you're if you're listening and you're hearing this, definitely check out those links in the show notes. And, you know, I saw a big number on your website when I was prepping for this interview today. You've reached 300,000 youth in the in the 24 years. That's a that's yeah. a great number. What does that what does it feel like to to see that number on your on your website? Well, you know, it's been a lot of hard work, but we have so many incredible staff. Now, that does include our Maricopa program. And for several years, we had a Coconino program. So it's not all in Yavapai, but the common denominator is that it's all North Star staff um, delivering these programs. And we're a little bit in awe um, when you think back. But again, We've been around for a long time and we've had the opportunity to go in and see large numbers of youth, you know, uh, you know, through maybe health education or puberty education, uh, parenting workshops. I mean, we have done a lot through the years. Yeah, it's kind of a big number. And we're really proud of that. And we just continue to to keep on doing what we're doing. That's kind of the theme in, in, in this podcast and in the other podcasts we run. There's just this theme of people like Crystal who sort of sees something. And it's we, we're just sort of noticing this like it's not the homeland security. If you see something, say something. If you see something, do something seems to be the the people who we end up interviewing who who say, let's do something. And then there's this this persistence, this mm-hmm. just keeping at it. You know, and the impact rolls up. It doesn't it doesn't happen overnight. It's you don't become an, an Instagram sensation and change the world. You change the world by not stopping. Yeah, there's an audacity to that thinking that you can make a difference somehow. And you do because you just don't quit. I've been called tenacious a lot by my husband. <laughs> Diane, you're tenacious, too. She's an incredible uh, friend and manager and 
this this community is a much much better place because of Diane DeLong. That's for sure. And I'm just kind of curious for for people who maybe their kids have been gone for a while. Maybe they never had any kids. Maybe they're new to Yavapai County. Yavapai County is growing, you know, by leaps and bounds. All kinds of people coming in from out of state uh, who don't necessarily know much about the area. What are the biggest challenges that that teens are facing in this county? What how can you help kind of clue some some of the new folks in? In just Yavapai County. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think Yavapai County or any county, my biggest concern is the internet and uh, the dangers of the internet and, you know, the human trafficking. I mean, that happens here. People think it doesn't happen. And I think that's a danger when uh, people are sticking their head in the sand and say, that doesn't happen here because it does. And then that's when it's going to get worse when, when they're not acknowledging that that's a problem. But that's one of the things that I love about our programs at North Star Teens Closet. All of our programs is uh, we hope to give them this information, instill in them the self-confidence. So when they're on the internet and their parents aren't around and that, that happens all the time, they're going to have something intrinsically, something inside of them that says, I can't do that. That's not, I cannot do that. That's not going to be safe. It's not good for me. So those are the types of things that we teach um, in the classroom settings and uh, wherever we can for them to protect themselves because their parents aren't there a lot. And you also are building, like we were talking about earlier, those relationships. So maybe the chance that they will come and talk to you if something feels off about an interaction online, um, they have more, they have people who they can go to. Right. And, and we always tell them, here are people that you can go to. Here's, you know, let over and over. I think we all try and say, you know, if this happens you need to do this, 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 or this, give them some options because the parents aren't always, and we don't know what our kids are doing. Mm -hmm. So it comes down to them and that internet. And what are they going to do with that? What are, what are things that you guys are seeing that are, are cropping up for kids on the internet? What sort of traps are you seeing well, that, I are, used to that are dangerous? Yeah, I used to teach health ed, and I would, I would ask this question of all of my classes, every grade level, starting at sixth grade. Have any of you ever been contacted by someone you didn't know? Raise your hand. And every single person, maybe one did not. And I said, what did you do about that? Did you tell your parent? Hardly anybody did. And I said, why not? And they're afraid they're going to take their phone away. So they don't oh. tell the parent. What do you do? You just block it. So I try and share that information with parents. Don't use that as a punishment because now they're not going to, they're not going to tell them. Wow. Well, well, and in every year we do um, a community collaboration event called Teen Maze. And we, every year really focus, okay, what are the issues facing our kids? And, you know, we work, for example, with Matt Force. And I mean, they're always on the, the cutting edge of trends in substance abuse. You know, we work with the police departments who do an alcohol section. So, I mean, there are going to be some things that are, are <laughs> I hate to say it, but kind of those standard things, you know, maybe risky sexual behavior and drugs and alcohol and, you know, internet and social media dangers and bullying. But, you know, through the years, you know, we've had to add a lot of things with mental health and, um, 
you know, um, suicide prevention and, and awareness. And that annual event, when we bring all these community partners together, you know, it gives us a moment to really assess where are we now? You know, our teens face so many issues. Um, and I think really throughout the, the generations, we've all faced our own things, but it just feels like now with the, you know, advancement of technology and everything, like Crystal said, that just, we seem to be in a, in a situation now that we can hardly keep up with all these new trends. And we really do pride on ourselves on keeping up with teen trends and finding the best ways to bring that information to the kids through an event like Teen Maze and bring those experts in from the community to uh, lead those sections. So we get the best people educating our youth, but it can feel like treading water sometimes, like there's just so much happening. But again, we can't get caught up in all that negativity and things because at the same time, we have teens that are absolutely flourishing and amazing and have, a, you know, an instinct for service and leadership opportunities. So we never lose hope and we never get defeated because the good always outweighs the bad. That's great. You brought it back around. I was going to ask you um, on the flip side, are you seeing trends in teenagers in the last two or three years or so that are good, that that are new? Oh, yes. They're so, I don't know, Crystal, you know what, what you'll say, but I'm so amazed when we we give out, last year we gave out about $20,000 in scholarships to kids who had been through our leadership program. And they are so amazing. I just go, we're in good hands. We're in really good hands. Their drive to make the world better, their uh, you know dedication to certain causes, their activism, it 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 is it, it just amazes me. And these are all local kids that you know we've seen you know growing up, but they are determined to leave their mark on the world and to leave us better than you know than we were. And that is inspiring to me. Keeps me going. Me too. Ditto. Mm. Absolutely. Well, you're talking. You're talking to the converted over here. We're both. Right. We're both teen advocates as well. But um, Crystal, how can the community help out with the teen closet? Is it? Do you need cash? Do you need donations? How can How can folks get involved if they're feeling inspired after listening to this? Well, thank you for asking that question. What we have found works best are gift cards because we are massive frugal shoppers. Uh, we shop the sales. We know what the kids like. So if we were to say, yeah, we need guys' underwears, we wonder where we would get a bunch of tidy whities <laughs> They don't wear tidy whities anymore. No. So, but I know that they like these boxer briefs. And I know when, when they go on sale and where, where's the best place to buy them. Um, you know, so we, we have found that it's best to have gift cards. Um, if, if they, some people just like to buy things, give me a call and I'll tell them, I'll tell them specifically the sizes that we need so they're not, spending their money in an area that we don't need. I like to be good stewards of the, the funds that we get. 
and we are very good stewards and we everything that we buy it's on sale and you know we're we're uh, very that's a very important to us to be that way um so, so you don't cards, need, you don't need a bunch of donations of like lime green golf shirts no <laughs> You need, or tidy whities or tidy whities right you need you need <laughs> gift cards so you can go buy new clothes because as new you said clothes, yeah exactly and because these kids like i said their lives are used they have holes in their lives they don't need used clothes they don't need i've had a lot of people you know will, will buy things but let's say they're they're in men's styles you know or or women's styles they're not in teen styles and they may not know that their heart is in the right place Mm -hmm. But then, so those will sit on our, our shelves forever. The kids won't take them. And so I feel like they didn't really, you know, use their money. Their money wasn't used the best way. Um, so, so that works out best for us. Um, if they really want to buy something, they can call me and I'll tell them exactly what we need. You know, here's the sizes. Here's what the kiddos like. Um, really for, for jackets, they like very basic things, zipper hoodies. Um, that's, that's what they like. Um, jeans. We, we have a lot of gap jeans now, which are, which is incredible. Um, shoes. That's our expensive item. Um, we need shoes and that's hard for some people to know what, because the teen styles, they change mm -hmm. and these kids aren't ungrateful. I don't mean to sound like they're ungrateful because they're not, they just want some shoes that are in style, you know, right. that, that are, you know, like the van knockoffs or, uh, something that, that is trendy. Um, because if they're wearing, shoes that are way outdated their grandma you know mother's shoes or whatever what's going to happen they're going to get teased and they don't want that they just want to again like diane said they just want to blend in so we really know what they like we know the sales we can get the most bang for the buck so that works out well if they want to buy something they can call me and i can tell them exactly what we need and they can go do that and we, because we're part of Catholic Charities, uh, we qualify for the Foster Care Charitable Giving Tax Credit. And what's so wonderful about that is because the agency um, qualifies for that, you can also name a specific program. So someone could make that you know, take that tax credit, uh, give to Catholic Charities, but specify North Star Youth Partnership as the program. And then they can even go down another level and say, we want it for Teens Closet. Mm -hmm. And that is such a wonderful way. And you're able to, you know, do that. And it doesn't take the ability away to give to, you know, another agency under another tax credit. So um, we yeah. certainly give more information on that. And we do um, now we're publishing an Amazon wish list for program needs. But, you know, writing a check just never hurts. <laughs> it's easy. So that's great. I mean, you can pay the state or you can do this. And so I'm, that Amazon link will, will, will give you that as well, because that that is exactly what I was saying. We can say, you know, we need three sports bras in these sizes. We need, you know, sweatpants in these sizes. And so so that link will be there as well. That's fantastic. Right. And and we specify um, to, um, you know, pretty much what program it, it benefits to. So you can pick out things for teens closet. And then if you're like, oh, I see the Girl Talk after school program needs some craft supplies. You can do that, too. <laughs> we aim to please, Absolutely. you know, have something for everyone. Yay, crafts. <laughs> You know, this is going to be a pivotal year, too. So we would appreciate any of that. And it's an investment in, in the future of our community. You know, this, these kids are going to be adults. And uh, so it, yeah. it behooves all of us to help them. 
Yeah, it's definitely a win-win situation for the giver and the recipient. So we hope all of you who are listening, especially those of you from out of town who are new to this community, get a sense of, you get a sense from listening to these two women, what our community is about. And you can be a part of this and you can support this action and you can invest in the community that you now belong in. And we know that you longtime Prescottonians are already on board. So you're Mm -hmm. all, you're all good in that way. But before we leave, first of all, I just, we just want to thank you, Diane. Thank you, Crystal, for the work that you do for kids. You know, Kelly said, we don't have kids of our own, but we have a huge heart for these teens. We know how positive and energetic and engaged they want to be and will be if given half a chance. So thank you for, for making that possible for thousands of kids. Well, thank you for the opportunity to share our our stories and program with you. Yes, thank you so much. And I just want to leave Crystal with one idea before we end this podcast. Have you thought about renaming the teen closet? Because it doesn't sound like a closet at all. It sounds like a a boutique. We did think about that, didn't we, Diane? And we couldn't come up with anything because everybody in Prescott, they know Teen's Closet. Right. So if you have any ideas, let us know. Let us know. It is a boutique. We'll ponder that. It is a boutique. (laughs) We are rebranding experts. Absolutely. Good. Okay. (laughs) Again, thanks so much. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for sharing your passion and and your successes. Mm -hmm. And congratulations again, Diane, on the Athena Award. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Charles. Yeah, what a pleasure. Wow, I can't believe in all our work with youth that I never heard of North Star, the teen closet. I don't know where I was. But Crystal and Diane are obviously doing a fantastic job serving young people and families here in town. I'm so impressed with their compassion and sensitivity to the teens they work with. Right. I agree. Like I said in the intro, you know, they have a really clear understanding of of what it means to empower teens and community members rather than just provide a handout. Absolutely. And, and the way they just keep building relationships so that they're there for kids when they need, they need to be seen and heard or connected with resources. And those kids then trust them because they feel cared about. It's really beautiful. Yeah, I'm really glad to have have met these women. And like you said, I I wish I had met them years ago. I know, it's crazy. So be sure to subscribe to the Prescott Woman podcast on Spotify or iTunes so you never miss an episode of impressive and uplifting stories Mm -hmm. like this one. In our calls to action this week, you can send a gift card or a nice big check to the teen closet. And that, of course, if you send a big check, that is a a tax credit donation. Absolutely. Yeah. Utilize your tax credit donation to keep your money in town. And check the show notes for a link to the Teen Closet Amazon wish list so you get them exactly the right stuff. And Crystal also wanted us to let you know that they're looking for hairstylists to donate haircuts for the teens. So you can call her if you happen to be a hairstylist or no one with a big heart. Call Crystal at 928-379-1667 if you are interested in helping them out. And again, pick up the latest copy of Prescott Woman magazine at one of a score of locations around the Quad Cities. And again, those locations are in our show notes. Indeed. And subscribe to the Prescott Woman podcast so you don't miss a thing. Find us on the Prescott Woman website and in all major podcast apps. This is Charles Matthews. And Kelly Roberge with the Prescott Woman podcast. Thank you so much for listening and for keeping it local. The Prescott Woman podcast is a production of Rocket Feather Creative.